Hello again, everybody. It is the sixth one here on the No Name Roadshow. Seriously hard to believe it's been six. Holy shit, we've actually kept this up, and thank you all for continuing to listen. Uh, I think we found our, our our legs underneath us with episode five, so uh, let me kick things off by saying, hi, I am your co-host, Navigator, uh, dudes used to travel, but now locked inside a house like everybody else, but maybe a little bit more uh, free range, Tim. And with me, as always, the illustrious, the incredible photographer extraordinaire and man in the van. Hey, 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 So uh, to kick things off, as we do each week, where be you uh, these days? Um, all right. So right now, I'm in Salt Lake City. Uh, just got here yesterday. And I think the last time we did this, I may have been in Flagstaff. In Kabob, no, you were in – um, what's that? You were in – it was the Kabob. Kanab, Kanab, Kanab. Yeah. All right. Now, are you in the city proper or are you like at a park? Like where, like whereabouts in Salt Lake right now, are you? Uh, like, are you by the great Salt Lake? Man, this place is so weird. <laughs> I don't know. I'm by a skate park, uh, like in a park where it's been raining all day, but the sun's come out and people are out now. So it's kind of like, it's weirdly like it's six, seven o'clock. 8.30 now, but like 7 o'clock, people started coming out like the day was starting. So it's a weird day today. Um, and I couldn't really see where I was all day because of the clouds. And there's mountains everywhere around here. And I couldn't even see the mountains because of the clouds. But I think I'm down in the valley um, just south of the Salt Lake uh, skate park in the van. Okay, um, Just kind of chilling right now. Now, uh, is this your yeah. first time to Salt Lake City? So I'm curious because I've been to Salt Lake a couple of times and I like surrounding areas. What's kind of your first, like how long, first off, how long have you been uh, in Salt Lake City? Like a day, two days? Less than 24 hours. Yeah. Okay. And I'm guessing you haven't had too much of a chance to get out. I've about. got out about enough to know um, about this place. Okay. So, <laughs> so please do tell. What are your, some of your well, first impressions? Um, I know what the things going on in the world right now with with all of the the protests and in 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 being you know Black Lives Matter and, and people are protesting how um, the police are treating people, but here I don't I it is. It doesn't seem like they would be have they would have riots here for any reason, because it doesn't. It looks like there's only one type of person here: married white couple with a lot of kids, and everybody's happy and they have the choice and they're running around. Um, and everybody's really happy and really strange. Even like, but you know, now that my hair is all scraggly, scraggly, and it has starting to dread. I have a full beard. Um, I did laundry, so I had clean clothes on, but I went to the dog park early with a van and it was like, don't look at him. Don't talk to him. 
Like it was like, a, it was like hi, <laughs> hi, how you doing? Hi, hi. Like, look away, go away over here. And I was like, well, this place is really strange. And I'm sure it's not like that 100%, but you get it close to everywhere you go in here. And it's really weird. It's a really weird thing. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, like the way that I tried to describe Salt Lake City to people. And to be fair to the city and the people who live there, I have not spent a ton of time. Um, but it has somewhere between like uh, like a Stepford feel where everything is like almost yeah. like too perfect and everyone's too nice or a Chick-fil-A feel. You know, like when you go to Chick-fil-A and it's like, you just feel like you've just, you come into like an alternative, like everyone is like super nice, but like, not like in this like casual, nice, like nice, but like this weird, nice, like this, like you're wondering what else is going on. Like Chick-fil-A for me, like it creeps me out every time I go, like the chicken's oh, dude, not that great. Yeah, and the people sure. I talk to, I'm always wondering if it's like the chicken I'm is creeped creepy. out right now, just being here. I don't have to be a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> but yeah, though, like the, the, it's, it's much more, it's like a Chick-fil-A feel um, without a lot of the, I guess the, without the crisp cut fries or like special sauce, I suppose. But I mean, the mountains and like the areas around it, Provo and Sundance, like if you can get out to those places, those are I, insanely I, gorgeous and really kind of cool places. I Provo last night. Um, uh, in, a, in a neighborhood what's really nice about van life in the neighborhoods here you do not have to worry about any kind of crime anything like no i'm I'm pretty safe and nobody's gonna say anything if i park over here and i don't feel like it's <laughs> real nice it's the opposite usually you're worried about the security of your van you show up in the neighborhood now here everyone's worried about the security of their neighborhood with the dreaded bearded guy and his dog <laughs> living in the van that handed out skateboards the skate last park. Night that I, she was pretending she was looking at a motorcycle for sale but she, it was obviously an old woman that just stayed with her van <laughs> She's like, I might be 80, but I've always wanted to ride a hog. She just kept on, like, for an hour, she just stared at the van. I'd peek out the window. I'd still see her looking at me still, and I'd be like, all right. All right. But that made me feel safe, too. Oh, it was nice. Right. That's your uh, – yeah. Now, has that happened? Like, have you gotten the uh, the, the cold kind of suspicious stare in other, other places that you've um, Yeah. There, there's a few. Like, you know, you – you're a, you're a male in a white van pulling a neighborhood that has rust spots on it. It's it's not the most attractive thing. So what I usually like to do is I like to take the dog for a walk real quick. And once he comes out, everybody's like, oh, okay, happy dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy people wouldn't have little dogs no. like that. Did I tell you this story? I, and so I've, I've told you about this, and I think that we've all, like, as men growing up, it's the stereotypical, like you have a nice car, um, women are gonna look at you. If you ever had a motorcycle, it does happen. Like you, you have heads turned, like ooh, a guy on a motorcycle. Um, but it is funny growing up. Like I've had nice cars, I've had piece of shit cars, I've had motorcycles, and there are looks that you get. Like I'm not saying girls are all trying. I'm generally speaking here, but. If you drive, if you pull up, like I, I used to uh, take my grandfather's Cadillac when I was like 
17 would take it out. And you get a look from a girl What kind of caddy? Like a full-on like Coupe de Ville? Like dad? Like the yeah. land? You get boat. a look like, wow, okay, that dude's driving a Cadillac. Well, okay. I've had piece of shit cars where you don't even get a look. Like at a red light, there's nothing. Like I'm on my way. I got to do stuff. In the van, you get stared at, but it's not a look of like, hey, let's check him out. It's like, I know where you're at. I have my eye on you. I'm going to have my eye on you knowing I'm, I'm that white man. I'm watching you. So it's really interesting seeing the progression over the years, the different looks you get from females. So, yeah, that's. Then I, did I ever tell you the story about me and Josh going to Florida um, with his daughter? Uh, so, Josh and I, uh-uh. um, my buddy that is going to be, he's already, we just talked to him yesterday. He's, building out his um, van, tiny home, whatever you want to call it. He has a flatbed uh, Ford Super 350 flatbed that he bought. And he bought a, God, I can't remember the name of it, like an Aero or Vero, some kind of old streamline, like thing that you put on in pick truck, pickup trucks, like, like a trailer, like a but trailer. it's like okay, you put yeah. in the pickup truck um, bed. So, like, it has, like, you know, that skinny, narrow part in the middle so it fits into the wheel wells. So, he put that on. He bought that. Super nice. It's from the 60s. Um, So, anyhow. So, I went and visited him down in Florida while he's staying with his mom for a little bit. And his daughter was down there, too. And his daughter's, like, you know, 17, 16, 17, 18-year-old girl. And um, it's me, Josh, and Yoel all out there. Uh, driving around and we're going to skate parks hitting museums and she wants to do stuff and it was getting late we had to go back and she's like hold up i want to go to this one sculpture that's awesome that's like you know i don't know that's 50 foot tall sculpture and it looks like a head of a person but if you sliced it into slices and adjusted them slightly so and it's kind of like this crazy sculpture she's like i want to go see that we're like all right Look it up online, find it. It's at a water park. And we're like, cool. And pull up. To- oh, like an amusement park? Like water park? Like, like water slides? Park in Florida? Okay. Okay. So. Okay. And like what part of Florida too? Is like this like panhandle, like center state, um, like way south? I don't know. Mel- Melbourne-ish? No, no. It's it's sunrise. Like maybe maybe 40 minutes north of um of Miami. That's exactly a 40. So pull in and Josh, Josh's description is same age. Um, He's looks a little older sometimes Um, has, if he grows his hair, he definitely has the male pattern baldness where, you know, right down the middle sides are coming out Um, and scruffly beard. And we pull up, and Yoel and Josh was like, Yoel, why don't you just go run in there and you go check it out. We'll wait in the car, in the van. And we determined that before we even pull into the park. So this is our plan. Go in, pull up to the park, and we realize it's a little kid's water park. As we're pulling in, we're okay. like, well, that's that's what it is. She wants to go see it there. No problem. This is for Yoel. And okay, Yoel, we're going to wait in the, we're going to wait out right in front while you go run in there. And look at this thing. So now it's two old grown men in a white van with the car running, sitting outside of a little kid's park 
staring in, waiting for that one to come out. Now, how, <laughs> like, how old is 16, Yoel? 16, 18? Ish. Yeah. 16. Okay. So, like, yeah. Like, a, a but you have teenager. moms with baby strollers walking in front of the van and looking at <laughs> no, with like, the van. I'm trying running. to, like, I'm, the sliding door ready to open. No, <laughs> At least she wouldn't uh, like run out of the van screaming like, help, help, help. <laughs> that would have totally been me. <laughs> Those men. Those men. Gary. It's, it's funny as hell. Like, like when we got ourselves into a situation, it was like, oh my God, what the hell is going on? Oh my God, this is terrible. Oh my God, this is terrible. Where is she? She's not coming out yet. I should not I be taking not be- pictures right now. I should not be taking pictures hands right up, now. Hands up. <laughs> you know my hands are at. <laughs> hands are on the dash. I'm totally fine. I promise you. I'm going to take my sunglasses off this week and see where my eyes are looking. They're looking right down. They're looking at my hands that aren't moving. <laughs> Yeah. Are you guys sitting inside the van the whole time? You're we like, how long does it fucking oh, take to God. see a statue? Like, look at it and yeah. get back in the goddamn van. Look at it later. <laughs> I couldn't find it. It was way in the back. Of course it was way in the back. The other entrance where it's the adult entrance. <laughs> <laughs> she comes back. She's like, well, there was another parking spot that was like right by the statue since it's like so famous. It was actually on the other side. It wasn't even in the water park. It was like yeah. right next to it. We could have just pulled around there. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and it was closing time where all the parents are coming out in strollers and the kids are real tired and looking at us like, why is there a white van blocking the crosswalk? <laughs> Do a That's traffic before violation I had any windows at the same time. So it was even more weird. Matter of fact, all that was in there was a bed and a shitter. <laughs> <laughs> and a legitimate oh, shitter, yeah, not just a bucket. Well. Like the actual fancy toilet. Yeah. So what so you're in Salt Lake City. You uh left oh, yeah. from kebab. But this is a little bit longer distance between our our typical podcasts. Usually we try to do them every other week and it's a little bit longer. So you've been on the road in other places between then. So where did did you go after kebab? What And actually what got you – like kebab, like from the photos and everything else like that, looked gorgeous, beautiful. You were the van down by the river. You had the the creepy guy that was next to you. Uh, But like, yeah, what what made you guys up and move from kebab? Was it just time Um, or something else? So there's all – before we left, as we were in Kebab, it started getting wicked hot, like 90s, mid-90s during the day uh, in the desert. And we had a little river next to us that was nice, but it was drying up. Uh, and when it, dro- when it started drying up, it was getting a little like slimy and gross and a lot of pollen. And it wasn't becoming the prettiest river when we first got there. Um, so... Um, so, it's like all this, all the spring uh, runoff was right. starting to dry up. Like it, the the cold or the snowpack right, from yeah, the mountains the was telling us that the, the snowpack wasn't so big this year. Um, so some of the guys in the group ordered paddle boards, and they've been waiting for those paddle boards forever. And they kept on like you know with the the COVID going on, 
in the, the mail system. It's not the best right now. Um, and we pre-decided that to order the paddle boards for 45 minutes south, which was actually north before we ordered them, um, or they ordered them. And, you know, some people didn't want to leave. It was like, no, we'll wait for you. And other people were like, no, we're leaving. It's too hot. And it started getting stressful where the heat was getting to us. People didn't know which way they wanted to go, whatever was going on. Uh, my friend Amy uh, from Chelsea, Mass., was driving out from Long Island. She was going on a road trip, and she would text me every once in a while. And she's like, hey, where are you at? I want to meet up with you. Cool. Um, and that started becoming an issue where, like, well, we don't know if we're going to be here. We don't know where we're going, these paddleboards. Uh, she, she's right. getting closer. Um, which, by the way, as a, as a tangent, how the hell did we ever meet up with people no before, shit, right? phones, like the cell phones, right? <clears throat> like, I know it used to happen. I was like, you know, you go out, you're like meeting with friends and you're going to bar hop of like, it was like, if you weren't there at seven when everyone else was there and you decided to show up at eight 30, like you were taking a real chance about whether or not you're going to run. Into or or do you just do the thing like, well, they're not here. I'm going to make the best of it and just hang out with whoever's here at the bar or make like, it's a total change right. of whatever. Yeah. Be my new friend. Or yeah. like we were talking, we actually talked about this the other day. Like, you know, you go on your bike to your friend's house and be like, yeah, it's Billy home. Nope. He's at, you know, the park. Okay. Go to the park. Billy's not there. Like what the hell's going on? So you're just chasing your friends around the day or you just go do your own thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but different, different on a road trip, right. Of like, where are you at? And you're kind of like on the move and she's coming from long Island, which is no, not a short distance. She loves putting miles on that bike and just drove and drove and drove. Um, Oh, yep. so she's on a motorcycle oh, yeah. taking the trip. Oh, um, oh, and wow. she drove out with her boyfriend um, and the, this guy, Rob, who has a podcast called The Crazy Gentleman. <laughs> yep. Um, and yeah, so I was like, look, I'm going to leave Kebab, head up north, meet Amy. Um, you guys stay here, figure out what you want to do. And we went up to, I went up to Marysville, Utah, which is like mid Utah up the most amazing road. It's 89. If anybody ever gets the chance to travel 89 up through Utah, it's one of the most beautiful places ever. Um, all these little towns that are just one stoplight with a grocery store and a few houses. And, um, uh, it, it they're completely beautiful little towns. Um, and there's a river that runs all the way through. You go by Bryce. Um, you go by the pink sand dunes. So, and you see all this crazy stuff that I never thought would be in Utah. So I finally get up and we stayed on the side of a mountain. That was really cool. They showed up, we camped, um, they camped in their tent. Amy worked during the day. Rob and I would go off and hike mountains, look at the valley. And um, one day we were like, let's like the next day they showed up on a Thursday. Amy worked Friday and we're like, okay, let's go explore Saturday. When we explored Saturday, went up this mountain road and it's densely forest, like big, big time pine trees with a 
mountain river flowing right down it, like little brooks, like screaming water, super cold, ice cold, coming from the snowpacks. And um, it's real aggressive water, and it's really cool. And there's one trail that you can take it. I took the van up there. And we're like, let's, let's look for another place to camp. And we drove like 40 minutes up this road, up into the back mountains of Utah, like crazy in the middle of nowhere. And um, they're like, let's just get out, enjoy this river over here. I was like, fine. Rob grabs a roll of toilet paper, and he's like, I'm going to go poop in the woods. Amy grabs a beer. I grab a beer. Take van out for a we're going to go, go watch him poop in the poop. woods. <laughs> and um, Amy goes down to the water, which is, you know, 10 feet from the van. And the water is on, it's on like a side of the road. And she goes down to this rock that's like three feet from the road, drinking a beer. I'm walking van. And she turns to me, she's like, where's van? And I was like, he's right here. She said, well, you need to grab him right now. And I was like, okay. And not even with the arm's length distance was a rattlesnake all coiled up. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, holy shit. Like, you know, I, I, I want to be the man of the, like, like rattlesnakes, tornadoes, and sharks are the things when I start screaming like a girl. So inside, I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Oh, my fucking God. Grab Van, go to the van, put him in there, come back out. And my heart's racing. I'm like, holy shit. And of course, Amy looked and she's like, I think I want to poke it. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, uh, uh, two things. Uh, you said rattlesnakes, Tornado. sharks, and what was the third one? Yeah. Tornadoes. Now, of those three, uh, is like how many, how many times have you seen those three? Um. One rattlesnake. <laughs> okay, <Yeah. laughs> that was gonna be my follow-up. <laughs> so this is—you've been terrified of rattlesnakes, and now suddenly you see one at your feet, oh right next God. to your dog. It's terrifying. And when she's like, "I want to poke it," in my head, I was like, "That's awesome." But outside, I was like, "Are you fucking crazy? Don't touch it!" I'll be yeah. in the van and before I can yeah. even say anything. She has a stick. And it's coiled, it's coiled like, you know, like, you know, a round circle, like with its head in the middle. No, I mean, it's, I mean, for all, for all of the scary things about rattlesnakes, they are kind of good guys. And the fact that they have a very specific tell of, Hey, just letting you know, I've had enough and things are about to get really bad for you. If you keep don't fucking poke me. (laughs) What does she do? (laughs) Well, in in fairness to her, uh, the the saying is "Don't poke oh, the yeah. bear," not "Don't poke the snake." <laughs> hey, everybody! It's Tim here. I want to talk to you about a friend of ours, Road Dog. Road Dog is a company out of Massachusetts selling travel gear for you and your furry friend. Their portable products allow your pup to stay hydrated or have a quick bite to eat next time you're on the go. If you want to check them out. Head over to RoadDogMFG.BigCartel.com. They also have an Instagram if you want to check out some of the applications of their products. That's Road underscore Dog underscore MFG. And their link to the store is in their bio. With every purchase, even more awesome, a portion of the proceeds go to All For The Animals Dog Rescue Organization. So give them a chance and check them out. All right, let's get back into it. Right, snakes. I mean, you see them do it all the time. Like those crazy videos where like guys oh, grab them by the tail or have like a stick with like the 
Like the V at the end, and they're like throwing it oh, around yeah. like it doesn't matter. No, she didn't have that. She had a regular stick. Went over, poke. Well, just poke put it. it on top of its head to like push it down. Like no, no, tap like, it, or like, yeah, or just kind of oh, like a deliberate a force like, on its head, and um, and then the tongue came out, and we we're like, okay, it's alive. And she was like, well, I'm gonna poke it some more. Poked it some more, and. It was like, yeah, just leave me alone. What was she expecting to get out of this, by the way? No idea. Like by no, poking it, was she trying to poke it with like the intention of like going away, or like, let's see how this can go? Like, yeah, um, let's see how this goes. No, right. oh, you you happen to have the no, snake there? No, no, no. I was looking for. No, so she poked it. Story ends with you eating with you eating rattlesnake and having a new pair of boots. They might be very tiny because it's only one snake. Well, she did want to. Um, catch rabbits and cook up rabbits. Um, her, her, well, her, her boyfriend, Rob, um, is a hunter. And like the first thing he asked me, was like, think we can snare up rabbit traps and eat some rabbits out here. And I was like, who are you? <laughs> okay. No, I don't think there's rabbits out here. I saw a video this week. Uh, was saying like this is how fucked 2020 is. It was a video of a rabbit coming out of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! So, I mean, now that we know that they're aquatic creatures, maybe maybe that was his obsession with rabbit. Is that he now knows that like they're evolving. Like people have had rabbit stew, and you've had rabbit in other ways, but. Now it's like, in addition to tasting like chicken, it's more like oh, chicken of the sea oh if they're coming out of the ocean like that. <laughs> so they were going to use the snake venom to yeah. catch yeah. a rabbit. That was the intent and stick. <laughs> if only I can make some poison darts. Oh, I'm so sure they would have really made well. They could have made <laughs> Like within five minutes of Amy showing up, she found bones, like deer ribs and like hips and vertebrae. It made wind chimes. So we had like bone wind chimes set up around the tent. <laughs> oh, that doesn't, that doesn't set off any red flags for people who are just like casually walking Nobody, by. Nobody's around. <laughs> nobody's around except for we, so um, we met this new guy, Pierce from LA and um, you know, he, he's, he's, I don't want to say flamboyant, but he's a little like, you know, he's, he's gay and he, and he's proud of it. Um, and, and, and the way I described and everybody described and our favorite thing was, um, Amy and Rob stayed for two days. Then some of the other bands show up first, Suzanne and Travis, um, oh, right, showed up. Okay. And then the way Pierce showed up was, we're on the side of a mountain, so we can see the car coming up for like, you know, five or six minutes. So we're watching the headlights come up. Um, and he's driving a 98 Accord, the only car of the group. And the way he pulls in is comes flying up the road, comes flying into camp, doesn't like do the like, let me bat, let me, let me pull up behind somebody, like an edge up, pulls up as fast as he can, stops with him. Four inches from the back end of the car, jumps out and goes, I'm here. And that, that's Pierce every single time. Oh. 
<laughs> but he, you know, he's been part of our group. Uh, he's a bartender from LA, and all we do is drink all night. And he knows, and it's it's nice because I have finally there's somebody that I turn to that I'm like, do you want to have another? And before I can say a drink, he's handed me a PBR. That's so. Have you have you done uh, the whole Pierce Pete Holmes routine? I don't know what that is. Pierce, Pierce, get some beers. <laughs> I Pierce, Pierce, turn on some music. How about some tears for fears? Pierce, get some beers. Yeah, that's all I could hear in my head the entire oh, time awesome. that you're telling the story. He came from California in a in an accord and just like randomly found a spot. Well, he in Utah. met us in Kebab, and now we're just like, yeah, come on, oh, okay. yeah, we're coming so up there. Here. You're part of the group now. <laughs> so then, was P- wait was was Pierce the guy that was camped out by you from the last episode? Was that no, him, yeah, or is that, that a different him. guy? Oh yeah, that was him. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, we never yeah. got to who that was. So now it's, yeah, there's a name Pierce to go with the character. With That's us. awesome. Um, so, oh, yeah. So, all right. Oh, so we, that, that night, um, we all, we all just drank. A lot of people took mushrooms. Um, I've been playing, playing guitar. So I was the only one there with the guitar and I played guitar all night and I knew a few songs and played some songs and it was really fun. And, um, uh, it might've been like nine thirty, ten o'clock at night in this, this middle of nowhere, this pickup shows up and pulls up, backs up, pulls up, backs up and finally pulls in. And me with me, I ran over there to find out who this person is. I'm like, Hey, how you doing? He's like, Hey, how you doing? Uh, it's okay if I stay tonight. We're like, yeah. We had a few beers over there. You want to come over? And he's like, I brought some beers. And he must have been like 55, 60. And uh, he sat down at the, the 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 fire and just started talking about who he is. Bry the Fly Guy. YouTube sensation. <laughs> the Fly. Bry the Fly yep. Guy? Drinks beers and goes like- fishing. Yep. Ah. Out of- Fly fly fishing guy. So me and Suzanne are like, oh, you have a YouTube channel. Awesome. And he's talking about it. It's awesome. Like he's doing all these things, like all this advertisement, all this monetization, everything. And uh, like he's this big superstar, Bry the Fly guy. And me and Suzanne are like, oh, get on our phones. They're like, oh, let's subscribe. Oh, hey, Bry, I'm your number four subscriber. That's awesome. (laughs) Seems <laughs> like I'm number five. <laughs> so we got him very drunk and very stupid, and he kept on falling down all night. And then he left the next morning to go fishing, and that's all we know of Bry the Fly Guy. Now we just have to watch his videos to see. Like, were the, were the videos of him like actually fishing? Um, the first couple of videos I think of it, him and his dog at a baseball field. And like, out of like twenty, the last one is fishing. Okay, so yeah, you can check out Bry the Fly Guy. Yeah, I like it. Like we're getting some uh, good recommendations for other views between the crazy gentleman yeah. and Bry the Fly Guy. This is good stuff. So, so Bry uh, Bry shows up with um, 
the group? Pierce, this is um, somewhere in the middle of Utah. And how long do you guys stay there when you're not poking rattlesnakes and so, uh, hunting for rat hunt, yeah. hunting for rabbits? Like you just Elmer hear Fudd, that yeah. Elma Fudd and uh, Yosemite Sam do not have guns anymore. Yeah, I saw something that was on the on the list that was like uh, for the new Looney Tunes yeah. that are coming out that Yosemite Sam and Elmer Fudd won't have uh, guns. It's like, yeah, good. That's the place know, we need right? gun control is with uh, in the Looney but they Tunes have fireworks universe. and everything else and bombs, and you can. <laughs> well, I, it doesn't seem like that's going to affect Acme sales. So, like, <laughs> um, so what else has been? Oh, so after that, we went to Bullion Falls, which is awesome. Uh, it's these bullion falls, um, crazy, crazy waterfalls in the middle of the mountains, like a 40, 40 minute. No. Yeah. About a 40 minute drive into the mountain. Then like a three mile hike up in the middle of nowhere. You're by these waterfalls by yourself. Um, I was taking pictures of Billy and Jesse and the way I get real excited after I take a good picture is I jump up and say, that's awesome. And I was crouched in the, um, Crouched next to the waterfall, taking a picture of them, and I jumped, cracked my head, oh, no. and easily three to four stitches I could have used. Um, uh, <laughs> that shit just healed itself. That nappiness <laughs> was like super glue. The healing power yep. of dreads. <laughs> It does two things. First off, it works as a protective helmet, so it cushions the blow. So instead of needing six stitches, you only right. need three. And then the second is, who knew about the medicinal qualities of, of dreads? I thought you were going to tell me something cool, like, oh, yeah, I just threw some super uh-huh. glue in that, and like that shit's going to be fine. Like, Stuck my finger in there a little, made sure there's no rocks. Yep. Healed it right up. No concussion. <laughs> no. I was going to say, like, but a head wound, that bleeds a shit ton, like – was that also a benefit of the, the dreads? It's like super absorbent. Like you had like a handful of tampons. <laughs> like just sucking it off. Billy wanted it. He, Billy was like, dude, I have a suture kit and I've been dying to use this suture kit. It's like, no, 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 no. I'll just, I'll just walk it off. And it was fine. It was, it, it was done bleeding within five minutes. But yeah. You didn't have to rub any mud in it. No, I rubbed it in the waterfall for good luck. Yep. There you go. So then. We left. We left the the. We left Bullion Falls and went up to Joe's Valley, which is about three hours, two and a half hours north um, from Marysville. So now we're almost more than halfway up Utah in Joe's Valley. Okay. And the reason why we're going to Joe's Valley is, um, your name is the it. only reason why. Um. Is for rock climbing. Apparently, it's one of the best rock climbing places in the country. And people go there from all over the world to climb these boulders and stuff. And uh, we're like, yeah, we'll go up there. Uh, And when we got up there, there was no cell service. But it was the most beautiful. Like, So you're driving through the desert and you drive to this place called Castledale or Orangeville. And it's desert. There's, it looks like Moab. It looks like, um, it looks like the Grand Canyon, like Monument Valley kind of desert. And 
then you go to the valley part and you can gradually see it's changing and you go up this windy road that's in like a valley it's in the crevice of you can see the mountains on both sides and it opens up into a um mountain lake which is like oh, wow. the the crystal blue water up in the mountains oh wow yeah you can see down like a whole oh, bunch yeah, of ways. See, like it's unbelievable, and there may be fifteen people lived around this thing, and they're, they're all, all named Joe. Joe. <laughs> That'd be great. It's like uh, so you you drive through Joe Valley, uh, you you go up Joe Peak, and that's when you get yeah. to Joe Lake. Yeah, it, it's Joe's Coffee Place. Every every. every <laughs> <laughs> Joe's Joe, 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 Joe Dab, like everything. And I oh, you're. Joe I was wondering, Bob. we were yeah. talking about like how many people you think of name Joe there, like they would name him. <laughs> it's like, uh, was it? Um, damn it, who's the bot? Um, it was uh, George Foreman, like all oh, yeah, of George III, George. George V, George. Yeah. <laughs> so what was hard was is um, only two of us, um, two vans, got up there. The other two still waiting for the paddle boards. And now we have no communication. There's zero cell phone service up there. So now we have zero. We have to ride 45 minutes into town to even just check the text to say, hey, you guys on your way. Here's the pin. This is where we're at. So this is this is definitely very similar to the question right. from earlier then. That's that's funny about like how do you, yeah. how do you connect that way? Um and they couldn't just paddleboard paddle up to you. Board up the river, right into the thing. I did yeah. go paddleboarding once. It was awesome, but I won't do it again. So, um, we stayed out there for like five days. Just just the three of us. It was uh, one van, Billy and Jesse and I. And I started asking locals, like, "What's going on?" They're like, "Oh, yeah, it's." It's one of the best fishing places in the country. Like anglers come here. And I was like, anglers? I didn't, that means it must mean good. So we went to town, um, bought fishing poles, me and Billy, bought fishing license. And the, it was at Ace Hardware. Ace Hardware, where you go buy these. And it's also a gun shop and a fishing shop at Ace Hardware. And Oh, so it's a sportsman's, yeah. uh, sportsman's, uh, and there's a bow. nice neon yellow sign that says, ask about your free knife with every purchase of a gun, <laughs> like that kind Ooh. of town. Nice. Yeah. Like, do you guys have anything in a bayonet <laughs> style? Cause I like doing things old We're going to buy a crossbow and shoot the fish. Oh yeah, crossbow with like the the line on the yeah. end of it. I've seen those. Like, I'd say that crossbow crossbow fish hunting is. I don't actually. Here's a good question: Which do you think is cooler, crossbow fish hunting or like the noodling, oh, where like the rednecks crossbow. hold like chicken livers in their hands and like shove their hand into uh, the mud scuppers to pick up uh, catfish? Well, I'm thinking crossbow? the noodling would require at least a twelve pack of like Schlitz, the crossbow is just like, let's do this. Kill it. Shoot it. 
Cross, crossbow definitely sounds more of like a bottle of yeah. Jack Daniels with your crossbow just firing in rather than sitting with a like a, a pack of beer ahead of you. You're going to go yeah. in the water now and get it. Wait, after this, one more drink. Hold on. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. The- so you settled on the crossbow? <laughs> You're like a uh, crossbow's kind of a gun. It's a little bit of an older version. Do I get my free knife <laughs> from from the old woman that worked there? Her name was Zelda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Zelda. Zelda wanted to sell us on everything. Just like F. Scott's wife. That's where I got my name from. Living the same Gatsby type dream. So for days we went fishing, didn't catch jack shit. <laughs> this place is the easiest. Like, there's just fish; they just jump right there's, out. Um, there's trout in there. There's it's known for its trout. It's known for its spacklefish, which is a trout and a bass maybe mix. Um, and then there's these. They're called the Utah chub, which is like minnows, but they're the. Tw- yeah, uh, that's all we did. We kept on telling them it was like all we went out there. We just got a bunch of chubs. Just chubbing up out there. Zelda would never get it. <laughs> <You know? Are> you... <laughs> Are you at full mass? No, it's just a Utah chub. <laughs> but the other fish that they have in there, and they're fucking insane. So there's signs on these little trails that go down to the water. And it's like, you know, 25 feet down to the water. And um, there's a fence that you have to go through this weird little gate. And on the sign, it says like, you know, four trout per person. Um, One tiger musky. Only you can only keep it as over 40 inches, which is huge. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, let me see if I can do my math. So a yard is 36 inches and that's three feet. And this is four more inches than that. Holy crap. That's the only ones you can keep, which means that there's smaller no, ones like all over the way place. bigger ones, <laughs> way bigger. Um, cause those are the babies under 40 inches is the babies. Yeah. Wow. And they look like, um, they're crossbred between trout and, um, uh, Northern Pike, you know what those look like? Like pickerel? Yeah. Yep. So they're really mean looking. And the reason why they Yeah, ugly, yeah. ugly. So the reason why they put them in the lake was to kill the chubs. Because they're aggressive fish. So now... <laughs> yep, I knew you would love it. <laughs> What's the name of this fish again? Tiger muskies. Tiger musk helps you get a Utah chub. Tiger muskies help you get rid of your chub. <laughs> Again, we didn't catch jack shit. Stings the <laughs> Until we met some locals that pulled that pulled up in a van. Oh, as I was walking back with a hook, like my fishing pole by myself, and it was like 
doing the doing the Opie coming back to Mayberry yeah. walk, like just a fishing yeah. pole and sack and like kind of kicking rocks because you didn't catch anything uh, during the day. Like, ah, shucks, mister. The fish just ain't biting. <laughs> I heard him honk the horn and I was like, oh, shit, the ranger, which I did buy my license. I, I know I'll be that one guy that, you know, that one day that I'll buy a license again, find everything. Um, so I bought, yeah. I, they pulled up and they're like, you've been fishing down there. And I, I had my fishing pole in my hand. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, you catch anything. <laughs> nope. Let me see what you got. And, uh, I had a bobber with a hook on. He's like, what you got on there? Goober hook. You just kept in goober fish. You don't eat those fish. You go retarded. You eat those fish. And I was like, what? <laughs> Let me show you to hook that up. You got some cheese? Put some cheese on there. And I was like, I don't I don't have any of this. And he's like, that's right, because all you catch is goober fish. And I was like, uh, what? And then uh, he showed me how to rig it all up. And what you do is you go down, you catch one of those chubs, catch those a worm. Bring it on land, chop it up, which was a whole ordeal to begin with. Like, I'd love to tell you that I'm very manly and I can kill things. I say, hey, uh, what's your call? Uh, cleaning a fish? That's some next Well, level. so Bill and I went down there and we're like, you're going to catch some chubs and we're going to cut those up and we're going to use those to bait. So, threw it on line, chubs right away, pulled two of them out of the water and we looked at each other like, oh, God, I can't do this. <laughs> Like, yes. <laughs> I just have to go back to you pulled a you yeah. you pulled a Not chub, pulled out yeah. a chub, pulled two chubs out of the water, <laughs> multiple pulled multiple chubs. Yeah, looked at Bill, looked at the chub, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. "Are you gonna do yeah. something with that?" And um, we figured we'd just throw them on the ground and let them die out, which was terrible too. So he went back, got a knife, came back, and we just looked at each other. And I was like, so wait, he bought yeah, a gun yeah, and got yeah. a knife. Is that? What? <laughs> I need a knife. Do you know where I can get a knife? Well, shit. I guess I can well, buy a gun. <laughs> cut the heads off. Felt terrible. Um, but once there's a head off a fish and you throw the head away, you feel fine looking at that dead fish. You're like, all right, it's not looking. Anymore. Yeah. Um, went over to another place, threw the line in, and caught a trout. And. It was me, Pearson, and Bill out there. And it was the coolest thing because we're in the middle of nowhere. This is like mountain style. And throw the line out there, wait around, talk, do some fishing, uh, catch a trout. And when we pulled it in, it was the most beautiful fish. Like like not a regular trout you see in the store. Like it was like an animal from the wild. Like, like the muscles, the way it moved, everything. It was so cool and we we're just in awe of like wow this is really cool um all right well we already chopped heads off of this we need to gut this right here got a lawn like a half of a log and it said a little thank you to the to the lake and thank you to the trouts thank you to the chub for letting us do this and uh gutted it right there and threw the guts in and it was an amazing time like cutting the heads off of the bait fish was the worst part but getting that trout there on the side of the, the lake in the mountains, like, yeah, we're going to eat this tonight. 
preparing your food and like actually having that. So cool. Now, had you ever dressed a fish before? You mean gutted or dressed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, gutted gutted and or. Yeah, when I was small. But like what's so cool about these fish, the trout, is you just, you know, it's head to butt, just slit it open and you put your hand in and you grab all the stuff and throw it out. It's right there. And the rest is all amazing meat. And then we cooked a campfire that night and a um, little cornstarch, salt and pepper. I, I was going to say, okay, how'd you prepare it? Like a little bit of uh, give yep. it a little texture. Threw it on a grill, like not like a, a not like a skillet grill, but like a grill with a mesh. Threw it on the fire, and it was food orgasm. And it was now how big of a fish was it? Because it had to be a fairly large trout if it's feeding uh, all of you, right? You know, how like, many people? Like, was that so, like four people? It fed like seven, and we all had like three or four bites. Wow. But you, we cut the head off, threw it on the fire, and took it off and put it on a plate, and you just picked the meat right off. And it came right off, and it was easy, and it was perfect. And it was so good. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a real good moment of like, wow, this, I didn't shop for this. I didn't go to the store. I didn't have to prepare. It didn't have any kind of, you know, anything pumped into it. It wasn't like farm raised. It was, you could definitely tell the difference. Yeah, it was cool. Oh, that's awesome. Now, did you run into Bry the fly guy while he was there? Is this like something that you have to let him know that? Like, oh, I guess it's like fly fishing is usually on more active water, right? So like a lake is probably not. I don't know very much about fly fishing, but every time I see a fly fisherman, they're always like in the middle of a river. Well, right? apparently, not necessarily I don't know like about this. swimming through. I, I know zero about fishing, and like we 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 went to the. Well, I you mean you now know that just doing it the first way, all you're going to catch Shop. is uh, re- retardation from the goober fish. Goober fish, <laughs> <laughs> fish yep. retarded. Everybody yeah. knows that. Everybody knows that. You need to get a chub. You need some chub. Jeez. Be a goober. Yeah, it was a good time. And then uh, that was the last day there. And then we all drove out. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, my mind just went, you got to have a chub if you're going to catch snapper. (laughs) (laughs) I wish my brain worked differently. Oh. Um. Well, man, I uh, I think this is actually a pretty good break, unless there's uh, something that uh, that we're forgetting to no, discuss here, because we're coming up I think on time. I went over quite a bit. There's a lot that's happened. Yeah, since a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, head injuries, chubs, uh, re- uh, reunions with yeah. peers, <laughs> rattlesnakes, <laughs> Joe's Valley. This is uh, good stuff. And learning uh, that you finally got to face one of your three biggest fears, rattlesnakes. Now all you have left is sharks and tornadoes. And maybe if there's ever a real sharknado, you can knock or rabbits coming out of the ocean. That's pretty fucking terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to send, uh, maybe I'll include that link in the, uh, in the description for this episode. This way people can watch that uh, bit of terror. Well, sir, uh, time for plugs. Uh, where uh, where should people find out more about you? Potentially hire you if uh, you're in the area. Sure. Yeah. Um, you can reach me at my email at joe.makarski at gmail.com. 
Um, you can um, see me on social media at Mac photo underscore vans underscore travels and my YouTube channel, Mac photo travels. Awesome. Well, my friend, always a pleasure. Great to uh, connect with you. And uh, I think yeah, that's bud. it for this week. Nice. Talk to yeah. you soon. Later, man.